Sorry, we're closed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Sorry, we're closed. Quick pod for you today because we got to go down and see our West Virginia Mountaineers play down to see our, our, our parents' house, which is an hour south. And guess what? Holiday weekend, which means that we are going to be fighting traffic. And let's clap it up. Football's back, folks. Football is back. Football is back. So let's, let's, you know what, Sean? I'm going to go rogue. I'm going to go rogue. If there was ever a day to go rogue, it's right now. (laughs) Today's the day. Let's talk West Virginia football. Nonstop. Nonstop. We have a rundown. Miranda, I want to shout you out because you are going to be listening in order to do this. And I I liked the rundown this week. I'm very pleased with it. Yeah, it's Uh, very good. Bold-faced words and everything. It's very good. I mean, it's actually spectacular. You did a great job. Unfortunately, we're going to go rogue. (laughs) We'll come back to it a little bit. We're going to come back. Sean, West Virginia opens up with Pittsburgh tonight. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Howard, I believe, if I'm getting the name right. I'm pretty sure I'm getting the name right. He's picked Pittsburgh to be in the college football playoff. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts? Well, here's my thing. I'm going to try to pull up his, 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 like, his final, his final four. Um, I mean, look, I, I think that's absurd. And I've, I've, I've watched, I've watched ESPN long enough to be sort of under the impression that there's there, there, some people have to pick certain things. Uh, if you've ever watched, if you watched first take with Stephen A. Smith, uh, and Max Kellerman, Max Kellerman's takes were so absurd just so absurd they literally they would be like i think sam cassell is significantly has a significantly greater legacy than lebron james and people would be like what world do you live in dude so i think that there's like they're like intended to be polarizing so they're like okay Stephen a gets to choose his side you're picking the other side no matter what um and his and his like here we go I, first thing i typed in i right typed in desmond howard's picks the first headline is the internet nearly imploded after Desmond Howard's horrible blah, 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 blah. He shocks the nation. Uh, let's see what he had here. He had, okay, Texas A&M, Pitt, Baylor, Michigan. I mean, he's so out of left field with that where I, I you can't even give credence to his selections. I don't think any of them are going to make the college football play. I think the best chance probably is Baylor. Um, but Pitt is notoriously, they're on the weak side of the ACC. They don't, they're like, they kind of get those like points because they get dubs, but they don't really play anybody. Uh, Texas A&M, that's a, they're a good team, but they got to, they got to go through the, they got to go through the, 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 that bang down there in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Baylor, uh, solid. And Michigan, they got to go through the buzzsaw of Ohio state too. They're, I just don't I just don't see that happening. So I'm not really rattled about his picks, although it did strike me as a little interesting that even it's even considered like outlandish and that that and not complete. It's not like picking Rutgers, you know, like people might have pit in the final. So uh, that's I don't really put much stock into it. Well, we got 
Now listen, I've been talking West Virginia football all day. We got a, a great wide receiver corpse coming back. Do you know it's wide receiver core? Not oh, yes, you did that. You told me that once before. I feel like we've done this conversation maybe last year at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have a lot of wide receiver dead bodies coming back. Yes. <laughs> so we have a great wide receiver core coming up. Yep. O-line returning, solid defense. Defense has always been solid under Neil Brown. Yes. And now we have the addition of JT Daniels. Officially announced the starter. I mean, by now, obviously, but. Time. Funny enough, talking to our good friend, Brian Schmalls today. Shout out, Brian guy. Schmalls. Stephanie, no one can hear that Stephanie just laughed, but Stephanie <laughs> did just laugh in the kitchen. But shout out, Brian Schmalls. <clears throat> Weirdly, a Georgia fan. Gave me a little insight on JT Daniels. Okay, what does he got? So the reason he's gone is he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And according to the Twitter, Twitter sphere, he got hurt. And all the doctors were saying he's good to go. And he said no. So by the time JT Daniels was okay coming back, saying yes and good, they said, we already went with someone else. Sorry. And that is why his at his his departure from Georgia. Hmm. So that is what is the impression of Georgia fans, uh, as far as JT Daniels. However, they fucking loved JT Daniels. They thought he was fantastic. Yeah, he's undefeated so he was, in at USC. So it would appear as though <laughs> that we are one hundred percent in on JT Daniels as long as he stays on the field. Yeah. So I'm, I pulled it up here. It's actually the first time I'm seeing this. Uh, JT Daniels had a lat injury. I knew it wasn't a big one. I knew he tore his ACL at USC. Uh, and then he, and then he, uh, he tore his, or he strained his lat, which is, which is, that was a big problem for you when you pitched. That was, we were always trying to get that going. Uh, obviously lat injury is a sign of an elite athlete, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, lat deal. That, that's, that's, that's okay. I, I don't know how much he missed. I don't know if it says here, this is October 11th, uh, 2021. Quarterback has missed two consecutive starts. Uh, and, you know, Stetson Bennett came in. It says Ray Daniels replacement. Stetson Bennett performed exceptionally. Throwing, completing 21 of 32 passes for 303 yards. So I actually, as I do, I went back and watched film <laughs> of JT Daniels. Uh, I watched his high school film, uh, which, you know, he was, I feel like a little bit of a longer motion. Could, he plays in college, but I don't know about the pros. Uh, looked a little, very cleaned up. Sean, uh, at, uh, Sean is known to be a very high-level NFL scout, so he doesn't know if he plays at the pro level. But I have patented rookie scouting for my fantasy lineup, um, and and uh, he was very cleaned up at Georgia. His his stats at Georgia were like, here's the thing: this is what you have to understand as 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 Mountaineer fans or just casual fans, as betting fans for for the win bets for the win bets team out there, West Virginia was a legitimately competitive team that made a bowl game two years in a row, won one of the bowl games with a quarterback who could not start at Western Kentucky and is going to Troy to hopefully, quote, hopefully play later down the road with an absolute non, like as somebody who should not have ever been suited up for power five in any other role than a third stringer. In comes a bona fide five-star prospect who has proven, proven effectiveness at the highest level at in the SEC. Um, had every offer in the book. 
we don't even we don't need him to be Joe Burrow would be amazing would love that but we don't need him if he comes in and we do what we've done under Neil Brown and he can actually now manage an office and complete I mean JT or Jared Diggy was absolutely abominable last year uh, i mean just they couldn't hit the broad side of a barn i went well, i remember going to the game of virginia tech he, he had guys wide open and he he just i mean it was absurd how poor he his like his accuracy was special under pressure forget it he was he was unbearable to watch and so if this guy can do anything at all like if he's like a if he's if he's just a middle of the line power five quarterback that's that should be two, three more wins alone. Not, not to mention if he turns into the five-star stud that he was projected to be. So I, I, this is, it's hard for me to imagine a scenario where this doesn't go really well for West Virginia. Well, listen, I'm excited. West Virginia plus seven and a half on win bet. Uh, obviously Pittsburgh minus seven and a half, but I think West Virginia is in a great, position to come as the underdog right now like you said you know they're only projected uh, on on win bet five and a half wins for the year so you know although they according to the odds on win bet they do project them to have more than that that's just where the line is because i think it's like minus 120 to, to pick the over on that so they do think that they'll probably win more games than five and a half but right. the line being at five and a half certainly tells you what the thought process here is, is here on West Virginia. Listen, they, we, they might be good, but we're not really sure yet. So, but you have, a, you have a really good wide receiver core. Then you have the entire offensive line to come back, which is decent. They're not, we're not talking about five-star recruits here. But like you Just said. We've got a solid line that, that can offer some protection. Offer some protection. Solid running back. Very. I think, then, I think he's going to be a breakout guy. And then a good defense. The, the, the part we're missing is that uh, quarterback. And how, this how many times, on. how many times last two seasons did we come out of a West Virginia game saying, if we could do anything at quarterback, we get this W. Not I mean, even uh, quarterback. What I always said over the past couple of years now, as you guys will learn, I am um, what's called a realistic fan. As am uh, I. I I am a realistic fan and I don't accept mediocrity. Yeah, you're absurd so, about your fandom. No, I'm not absurd. It is. If we absurd, go down and meet Neil Brown, he's going to be like, Sean, great to see you. But you, I've got a couple words <laughs> to say to you. And, you know, and you're going to go, well, I've got a couple words to say to you. Exactly. And my he's going to go, what response. words? Nick Saban. So what is absurd, Sean, is Jared Dagey was starting a quarterback at Western University for two and a half years. That is what is absurd. I that, will agree. I will agree that somehow, some way, you've got to find somebody else to play quarterback. I this is what I think. This is this is truly what I think. So, uh, the last the last year, like what Daggy, this is going to be crazy, but Daggy was outstanding under zero pressure. Under zero pressure. Under zero pressure. He was a middle school Pop Warner player under okay. under any pressure. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, we're talking like he was he was he was throwing dimes uh, and throwing putting up like 400 yards when there was I'm talking like could stand in the pocket comfortably. Um, 
So, so my guess is in practice, when he was wearing the gold jersey, the red jersey, whatever they wear down there, and they weren't allowed to touch him, I bet he was, I bet he was accurate and he looked good because he knew he couldn't get touched. But this, the moment he was under pressure, which is par for the course in Power 5 football and any football for that matter, he, he felt completely apart. So, like, that's what I think that they're in practice. They're like, this guy can play. This guy can throw the football. And then they get to the game. They're like, oh, my God, this guy is trash. Kid. <laughs> how many times does that need to happen? I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm with you. I was like, how many times can you run him out there? But then we saw Garrett Green come in, and he wasn't very good either. No, but we have to try. I am on record that I would rather Stephanie to be out there as the quarterback for West Virginia solely because I don't think Stephanie's going to do better. But my thought process is we have to do something different. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Can't I agree. Keep, I agree. You know, oh, yeah, he might be your best option in your head. We have to do something different in order to make just make, you know, we got to try something else. It, it was it was nauseating watching. it. What was the converse? What do you think the conversation between Neil Brown? So for those listening, uh, I'm guessing you're not as big a West Virginia fan as I am. Uh, <laughs> Jared Dagey, our quarterback last year, led the Big 12 in passing. Uh, pretty much, uh, like, I think all the categories. Uh, like, just did, like, yards, touchdowns, whatever. Um, so, it's, like, kind of weird that he would leave with another year of eligibility that, like, like on, the, on paper, people are like, why would, why would you do that? Like, you're the best quarterback in the Big 12. We know he's the worst. Like, not even, it's not even close. If you think he's a good quarterback, you've literally only looked at paper. Um, what do you think the conversation between Jared Dagey and Neil Brown was at the end of this past season to get, to lead to him transferring? I mean, the conversation is probably very simple. It's similar to the one that the Mariners had me when they released me. Was, <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> we're going to go in another very, direction. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're going to head another direction. Listen, we got a call from up top, and in the college level, it's just Neil Brown. But we got to listen. It hasn't worked out. <laughs> We, you know, we, we, we loved you. We loved you having you here. We're very, we're very appreciative of your service to us, but it hasn't worked out. And we're going to move in a different direction of the program. Uh, we got a new guy coming in. We're, we're, we're exploring um, transfer candidates. <laughs> we're exploring anybody. <laughs> Literally anybody that even might consider throwing a football. We're exploring them. Yeah. That's the conversation. Is that, I, I bet you it's very, it's very similar to the conversation. The I, would agree. I would agree. It was just kind of like, look, this this is just it, it just work. has to be this doesn't work my job's on the line here as neil brown you have probably a couple more years before people really start having a conversation about you getting getting the boot right you need to make some progress because you're going to have jt daniels you have you do have some solid court, uh recruits coming in but they're you're they're young guys can they compete at the highest level and west virginia wants to compete at the highest level so, so let me ask you this what happens if what happens if JT Daniels comes in this year and he is middle of the road quarter, like an at your average power five quarterback. What, what's our record? How many games in the season? 12. We were six and seven last year with, with Daigie. Uh, that's including the bowl game. So 12 regular season, 13. Out of the bowl. The I don't ball. care about the bowl. <clears throat> if, if he's an average quarterback and I'm taking, like I said, I'm taking as the average fan, I'm taking the, the analysis from what I've seen that we have a good. Yeah. Good like offense. a guy that we play against and you're not like, Oh my God, this guy's horrible. Just a guy you're like, okay, whatever. So 
what we talked about last night, not last night, last year, Sean. If we can put a quarterback in there who's average, and not only average, just doesn't lose us the games. Mm-hmm. I think I think we have a we have a realistic shot, especially with how the Big Twelve is this year, with Oklahoma being Oklahoma, but not quite the Oklahoma we all we all have come to know. Yeah, I think we have a realistic shot to win nine games with just a run of the mill quarterback. With a run of the mill, we've we've always had a solid defense. How many times over the past couple of years, Sean, have you heard me say? We are absolutely wasting, wasting this defense. The defense. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. It is unbelievable. This defense time and time again goes out and shows that they're one of the best defenses in the country. Yeah. And we are wasting them with this, this moron behind, uh, behind center. Yeah. Absolute yeah. moron. It's, no, I, I agree. Mean, I agree. It was, it's for, it was very frustrating. So we can have another good defense. That's just, that's the Neil Brown thing. Apparently Neil Brown is good at putting together defenses. They're good. Great. Fantastic. Awesome news. Um, if we have a quarterback that is just run of the mill, I think we have a very good chance of winning nine games. I think if he is Jerry, if he is uh, JT Daniels from Georgia, stays on the field and is the guy that they expect as a five-star recruit, I think we're in the conversation to win the Big 12. Oh, definitely. And then, which obviously then puts us in the conversation for the college football playoff. But we need, exactly, but we need that quarterback. And <laughs> guess what? That quarterback needs to be there tonight. We're not oh. talking about an eased-in transition. You don't have Alabama's defense, okay? Okay. Well, let me ask you this then. You're okay. this, that's a great. That's a great question. So you're JT Daniels. I love that, by the way. I totally agree. I think that. I think that run of the mill. We're eight or nine wins. I think if we get like Will Greer coming in, uh, like I think that I think that there's a legitimate conversation for us being in the Big Twelve championship game, no doubt, uh, and maybe some outside conversations about us making the playoffs. People find that to be strange, but I really think that I really think we have a pretty solid team. Also, uh, side note before you continue, yeah. Will Greer for you non-West Virginia fans. Will Greer, the last quarterback we had transferred from SEC school turned into a fantastic quarterback for West oh, Virginia. So, I mean, one of the best, one of the best. Truly. Yeah, so we're hoping for the same. Continue. Yeah. So, so if you're JT Daniels, look, this is your, this is like, I think it's your fifth year of college, I think. He still has another year of eligibility, which is potentially exciting. Um, this is his fifth year of college. You, you played in the SEC. Uh, I, uh, Georgia, you know, he's seen it. I, I, don't, I don't know if he played against Alabama in his first whatever games or whatnot. I, I don't know who he's played against. But he's been in the SEC, which is the cream of the crop of college football. Traveling into Acrisure, whatever, stadium tonight, 7 p.m., it's going to be a good environment. It's probably not going to be, like, electric. Uh, but I think it's going to be a, a quality college football environment. First game jitters probably, but is he rattled? You know, does he care? Is he is, you know, are you are you, you've been down this road before, man? I think you get first game jitters, no doubt. I think you're excited, new team, new everything. Uh, but is this is this bothering? Is this is he rattled under the lights, you know, or is he got no. this? No, so here's the here's the thing. There's one way this gentleman is rattled. Phantom injuries often lead themselves mm. to be believed that they're mental. Yeah. So if he has a mental problem different story for what we're expecting out jc daniels but that i just want to put that sidebar in there now we're going to assume that that's not the case and we're going here no he is under no circumstances rattled going into what was heinz field because that's how i'm going to refer to it but he is under no circumstances rattled about going into this game He's playing a, a decent Pittsburgh team. Nothing crazy. Actually, theoretically, they're one of the better teams in the country if we're talking about all of college football. 
I think it's I think it's fake though. I don't think they're really that's that still good. And right now they're ranked 17 in the nation, right? 17. Yeah. You know, we're looking at a we're looking at a, an above average college football team. That's what we're looking at right now. All right. So they're in the ACC. They're, you know, at, at 17, they're they're there. I'm sure trying to compete with Clemson for the ACC championship this year. You know, all of those things. They got Desmond Howard picking them. They apparently have whatever it is coming back and all those good things. So he's not around. The only thing that's going to slightly concern him is I don't have Georgia around me. <laughs> I have West Virginia around me. Different program. Oh, definitely. Different program. Uh, that Georgia team last year, I mean, it's very few and far between that we're sitting over there and saying like, oh, my God. I mean, they just absolutely manhandled Alabama. Yeah, yeah. No, it that, doesn't happen. Are- He's got an NFL, they got an NFL, NFL squad. Yes. They, you know, it's pretty much the Baltimore Ravens playing Alabama at that point. And even them might lose to Alabama. So you might, you might have, you might have the Buccaneers, <laughs> but he just doesn't have that team around. So I think there's a little bit of jitters. I think there's excitement yeah. in playing the first game. And there's a little bit jitters solely because, hey, listen, I, you know, we have, I haven't played in a real game in a competitive, a real competitive environment with these guys. And we're going up against a ranked team first. So on top of that, when you're JT Daniels, when you're a recruit, not, uh, not, not, he was a five-star. Yeah. He was like the seventh of, best player in the country. You certainly, like you certainly, you know, you know, I, you know, cause I, I was about to say something uh, that, but I remember my mother listens to this, but you, you certainly have that energy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Specific energy, types of energy. Yes. You have that energy that leads you to be on the guy. Yeah. But uh, I, I've been that guy before in my own career. There's pressure along with that. Yeah. You know, when I played a very small school, Monmouth here in New Jersey, and I was playing baseball, when, every time I pitched, I, it was an expectation that I was right. winning that ball game. Right. Like, it was just, that's what it was. Like, I was supposed to be a guy at a smaller school that should be playing at a bigger school. Right. So I'm the guy. I should be winning all of these games. JT does, Daniels, JT, does JT Daniels step back drop back under center tonight look down the field see Pitt's secondary and Pitt's defense and he'd be like come on so as long as our offensive quarter which he has familiarity with from usc yep as long as our offensive quarter and them get along great and they have the same same ideas i think jt georgia jt daniels with georgia's around him he's yep. like okay i'm gonna be fine I got, I got this. Here's, here's another wrinkle. This is, this is an interesting wrinkle. Uh, Graham Harrell, our new offensive coordinator, uh, came from USC last year, uh, and Keaton, I think it's Keaton, Keaton Slovis, the quarterback for Pitt, uh, was the starting quarterback for USC last year. So they know each other, know each other well. Graham Harrell apparently has had some conversations with our defense about some things that might be useful for them to do. Uh, how does that play into it? That's, so that's good. That, ins- that's good insight. So we're saying is from the offensive perspective, this is what we're looking for. So you I think, no, I mean like, well, no, I think that from, I think like if I'm, the, if I'm Graham Harrell, I'm going to say things like dude can't look left. Uh, you know, I mean, he's going to try to hit these like bunnies out to the flat or something uh, like really the things that he like, his like, he, he should probably know his weaknesses pretty well. Um, and like things to like kind of take away and look, I mean, in today's day and age in film, I think a lot of that's out there, but obviously Graham Harrell's probably going to know that best and like know how they tried to disguise his weaknesses last year and stuff like that. Um, 
I don't know. I, I think that's an interesting wrinkle. Because that was a big that was a big deal last year in our bowl game because uh, one of our assistant coaches left in the middle of the like right at the end of our season to go to Minnesota, who we played in the bowl game. Uh, and they were like, there was like there was some real conversations as to like, dude, you can't go over there now. Like you have to wait until after the season. I don't remember exactly how it shook out, but there was that was like a that was like a problem a problem for us you know, going into that bowl game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, anytime the offensive coordinator or anyone can help, uh, it helps prepare JT for what what he might be seeing out there. I think that he's not going to have a problem with Pittsburgh's defense. Again, we're excluding excluding mental possible issues. Uh, I think that we're looking at a guy who's going to be able to handle this defense, and it's going to be up to the rest of the team to do it. We have a good running back, what you believe to be a breakout running back. Yes. Returning O-line, which is great news. And then a good wide receiver course. So we're in a good position with the people surrounding him to be able to make a, make a run here. I think that it's going to be it, this game sets the tone for the year. This is a huge game, huge game playing a ranked opponent. And on top of that, the next two games you have, you should 100% take care of. So if you win this game, you theoretically 100% should be 3-0 going into Blacksburg. Yeah, definitely. Which, that is the next game that really sets the tone. Yeah, Pittsburgh sets the tone in a sense that you're going you're gonna to get off to a good start. We're, We're going to learn about win. the team. We're a good team. Then Blacksburg really sets the tone. I don't yeah. know, how's Virginia Tech supposed to be this year? Not good. Fired their coach, brand new, brand new everything. So, even better. Because then you go to Texas. Or is Texas coming to us or are we going to Texas? We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Yes, because I was invited to that game. So, yeah, we're going to Texas. And then you and I will be going to Morgantown to see the Baylor-West Virginia game Thursday night nationally that, televised. That's setting Huge it up. Huge game. That's, set, that's really setting it up. So this game is of, of a tremendous importance to get us through until Virginia Tech, Texas, and Baylor. Yeah. And it's awesome that it's Pitt. We haven't played Pitt, our biggest rivals, in eleven Backyard years. Um, yes. Do you, Do you think? Do you, how much do you think the players feel that? Like, do they care about Pitt? Do they Do they think that's a thing? I'm sure it's like hyped around campus because Pitt's a thing, no doubt. Uh, but and there's like just contra- You just it swells around. ESPN wrote a big article about it this morning. It's the backyard brawl is a, bi- a big thing for for West Virginia and Pitt. Uh, but these guys, uh, Neil Brown said that the guys were like eight, nine, and ten when when the last time we played played them, uh, and like as as like they do they care so much about the backyard brawl that they miss? It's, it's not Michigan, Ohio State. I don't think they care about the backyard brawl. But I think just like you know, you know this as well as I do as an athlete. When there's something exterior influencing the game, it gets more hype. Yes, definitely. You know, ESPN's talking about it. Fuck the players. The fans are excited because we all know the backyard ball. Yeah, the fans are the fans are really pumped. And that's what get the players hyped and you'll get, get them going. You know, yeah. if this was in this if this was in you know Milan Puskar Stadium, which oh, will soon be will soon be, be renamed the Light Brothers Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Um, which by the way, by the way, I'll put it on air here. I've committed that regardless of me and my brother's contributions, that I will allow it to be named Sean Light Stadium. Thank you. Thank you. You, you. you deserve it, Sean. Thank you. I do deserve it. Thank you. But I will be a, a huge donor and I don't accept mediocrity. So you're dealing with me. But anyway, <laughs> that's fine. I accept that. Uh, if my name is uh, on the stadium, we'll deal with it. <laughs> but 
you want that stuff surrounding what this what this turns into. And if this was in Morgantown, this is a huge fucking game. It's a sellout oh, crowd. Yeah. Pittsburgh's coming to town, and immediately it's a huge game for the players. And like I said, they were nine years old when the last backyard brawls, but so they don't really theoretically care, but they care now. Yeah, I guess when you think about like when we were in high school and like we didn't really have a rivalry with like Freehold Township, uh, but like they were like good that year. So it was like, oh no, it was just big, right? So like when there is that surrounding circumstance, it definitely amplifies it. Certainly, certainly amplifies it. So I think they care. Um, and like I said, I think that it's the first game of the year. You don't need to get up for this one. Yeah. yeah You're up. Yeah, yeah. You're up for this one. You've been waiting for this. You're about to go play in, in the in the the stadium that the Steelers play in. Exciting mm-hmm. for a, for a college kid. Should be sold out. Really? I'm sure it'll be sold out. Okay. If it's if not by Pitt, it'll be sold out by West Virginia. Pittsburgh doesn't usually draw very well. No, they don't. But West Virginia will. I mean, it's, it's and how close. much does that stadium hold? I think like sixty. So just like WB. Oh, okay. So it's similar to West Virginia. Yeah, exactly. I thought they held way more. That's fine because you just kind of assume so. Be- no, I think MetLife is – I think Old Giant Stadium did. Um, I'm pretty sure MetLife is like 89,000. Yeah, I think so. That's what I was actually that's, thinking. That's, that's, only, that's the reason I was expecting you know, the Steelers Stadium to be something similar. 68-4 is, is Acrisure Stadium. That's a good amount of people. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think, it'll, I think it'll 100% be sold out. I think you'll hear Let's Go Mountaineers chance in that stadium. Uh, that, I, I mean, well. they're definitely going to travel up there for that. For, it's, no, like you said, like the fans really, like this is, like I remember being in, uh, in school and chanting, eat shit pit, and uh, like that's, uh, man, that's, that's big for the fans. Yes, yeah. Especially it, 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 since 2007, that was like, that we still have a bitter taste in our mouth. We'll forever have a bitter taste in our mouth from that. Forever have a bitter taste in our mouth. We need we need Pittsburgh to be, be the last game of the season for us for the national championship before we let yes. that bitter taste leave our yes. mouth. Yes, yes, yes. We need redemption um, on that. But I think the, the guys are gonna be up. I think it's gonna be. I I think it's gonna be a good game. I do. I too. think I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a true backyard brawl. Uh, both teams are gonna be up and ready and excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think West Virginia takes this game, though. I, I think that I think we're in a really good position, and I think it sets the tone for the year. And what I think has the ability to be a really good year. Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, although we're going to make a pick here in now, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say it now. I think not only does, as Sean so eloquently put last week, as he took his shirt off, I think West Virginia wins, and West Virginia obviously West Virginia covers to the underdog. But I think they they win. They win outright. Uh, I I think this West Virginia team is an exciting team that not a lot of people are talking about. And if JT Daniels is what we expect him to be, it's going to be a fun year to be a Mountaineer fan. Yep. I mean, I, obviously, already, already, everybody knows where I'm where I'm yeah, at. Sean, on this one. And this year, every year. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think no. Last year I was going and I was like, this is not going to be good. <laughs> uh, I was actually thinking today how nice it is to not have Daggy and be like, this is a wasted year. Um, yeah, if look, if JT Daniels is a solid quarterback and he can stay healthy, I think this could be a, a, an absolutely superb year. We have, we have, I think we have two NFL wide receivers, we have a couple of NFL guys on the defense. Um, we have the best kicker. This is sneaky. We have the best kicker in the Big 12. Um, that, you know, on, on tight games, that's, that's meaningful. Huge. Yeah, Huge. that's meaningful. Um, so that's, that's really dope to have. 
Uh, I think we just got an Australian, one of those Australian punters. I don't know if he's starting. I think there's still a job for that. But, you know, those guys have been killing it for years. And our punting's actually been bad uh, recently. So that, that'll be nice. That'll be nice to, uh, to have in there. I, I'm, I can't wait to see him run out there. Sling it around. I want to see what Graham, Graham Harrell's offensive offense looks like. Uh, it's an exciting weekend for college football. Notre Dame's going to Ohio State, five versus two, right out of the gate. Um, get to see Brian Kelly kick it off in L- at LSU. Penn State, Purdue tonight as well. Uh, I think that's good. Shout out Mike Moore. Uh, he texted me this morning. We always we always exchange pleasantries at the beginning of the season. Uh, so there's there's a there. Look, college football is best. I can't wait to watch college game day. It's going to be even better after a Mountaineer W. Oh yeah, you bet your ass it will be. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very much so excited that college football is back. Uh, but we need a big win out of the Mountaineers tonight, uh, and that will really set the tone again. I, if we, I, I don't, I think I said it on the last podcast, but I'm not 100 sure. We are headed to Morgantown, West Virginia, October 13th for the West Virginia Baylor game Thursday night nationally televised. Me and Sean are working on field passes with WVU, and. If we are headed into that game, look at the camera for this. If we are headed into that game and West Virginia is undefeated. Oh, no. God help us. Oh, no. God help us. That would be, that would be, we haven't seen an atmosphere like that in Morgantown in a long time. Electric. And just nighttime, night games in Morgantown. Oh, man. You know, when, 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 uh, when WV, when LSU came to WVU, to uh college game LSU, day, right? yeah it was college game. It was our first ever college game day and they had everybody up on set uh and lee corso he's getting the crowd going and everything like that uh and he's like lsu man woo, they're really good down there uh they play under the lights down there in, in you know tiger stadium and he goes but they never played in a place like this and the crowd goes absolutely berserk and there really is. It's just there's is a different magic it's a different feel uh and morgantown is you know, the fans are, are particularly rowdy, uh, particularly unruly. Uh, and I think that very intoxicated. And I think that is the, that is the thing like you, and you hear, like I hear Kirk Herb street, like rattle it off at least once a year where it's like, look, maybe West Virginia's not having a good season, but nobody rolls into Morgantown and doesn't get tested. Uh, and so if we, if we get to that point, now they're going to get tested no matter what, but we get to that point and we're rolling. Oh my God. I will be, I will be so nervous for that game. <laughs> it's the only thing be, that makes me nervous. <laughs> yes. I am going to be electric. I can't wait for it, but it, it certainly will be fun. Um, Sean, that concludes our West Virginia talk mm-hmm. for our 99% uh, uh, audience that does not follow West Virginia football. Uh, but I'm going to be honest with you, Sean. I'm going to pull a Jared Carabas here. Okay. I have no interest in talking about the Red Sox and Yankees. Yeah, Yankees suck. So, according to our show notes, shout out Miranda. The Yankees had, uh, as of Monday, because that's when we get our show notes, Monday or late Monday or Tuesday, uh, the Yankees have won three in a row. They lost but four of the last five. <laughs> they're, honestly, I think they're six games up now in Tampa Bay for the, for the division. Uh, the problem is here now, when you hit September 1, shout out September, uh, we are now in September. September uh, call-ups, what, what? <laughs> yeah, so now we're in September. It's hard to catch up a six-game lead in, in one month. Six-game yeah. lead is, is, is much bigger than people perceive it to be. Mm-hmm, definitely. So uh, I still think the Yankees probably win this division. Yeah. But 
Uh, you know, they're not the team they want. They were in June and in uh, May and April. They were looking at a hot team. I, you know, even as a Red Sox fan, like it's exciting to watch Aaron Judge chase sixty-five. Yeah, it's, it's exciting for that or sixty-three, whatever the whatever uh, Roger Maris's record 61. is. Sixty-one. Sixty-one. So it's exciting. Uh, so I'm in on all that stuff. It's just this team is, is very, very, as they say, touchable. Yeah, on, not on untouchable July, anymore, very on, touchable. On July 9th, the Yankees were leading the AL East by 15 and a half games. On September 1st, it's six. Uh, Miranda has in the show notes that is it time for the panic button? Not panic button, but I'm slamming the concern button. No, you know, it is 100% panic. We're hitting the panic button. You lost 11 or nine games in a month. I'm not panicking. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not panicking, but I'm concerned. Yeah. Sean's panicking. Uh, but <laughs> even if they don't, uh, make the playoffs, you know, they, they, they certainly have not played well, a good month of a month and a half of baseball in Yankee stadium, but you had the lead to you and you used it. You, you took control of the lead. So I'm going to get, how about this? I think I, I'm not sure. AC said it was potentially next week. I'm going to go see the uh, Pittsburgh pirates take on the New York Mets. Uh, and the game that I oh. go to, I am. Yes. My, my guy, Raph head athletic trainer oh, Pirates for the sense. Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, he, uh, the game I go to, if I don't get Timmy trumpets, I'm going to be rattled. I want to see that so bad. I think everyone does. I mean, he, he is electric. I watched right the, 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 his entrance from yesterday where they actually had Timmy trumpets there performing. I mean, that is as, at as swaggy as electric as it gets. And he cannot fail if he is bad. That is like the worst thing ever because it is it is such an aggressive well, walkout song. But I mean, they got people and everyone in the stands is like, it's so cool. I've only can think of one other closer in the history of my life who has had the actual band come and do it, and it's Mariano. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I mean, theoret- I mean, he had to enter Sandman, which uh, Metallica is uh, a little different than Timmy, Timmy trumpets. trumpets. <laughs> but. Also, Mariano, a little bit different than Edwin Diaz. Definitely. So, a little bit of a different story, but it is, I mean, the, the Red Sox are out. I'm done with them. I am full send Mets fan, and I'm all in on Timmy Trumpets. All in on Timmy Trumpets. It would be fantastic. They had a really big win against the Dodgers last night, 2-1, to one, uh, with a big catch out of Nemo in center field, the robbing of a home run with mm. Jacob DeGrom. So, it's just really, really an exciting team. It's an exciting Mets team right now. And yeah. if you look right now, although the Mets are not on this group, um, if you look right now, the win bets uh, futures, um, we have the Dodgers at plus 325, Astros 400, New York, for, or the Yankees 400, and there's two New York teams, and Braves <laughs> 1,200, which is a, it was quite the, quite the um, uh, you know, long shot. But certainly, I mean, plus 1,200, not a bad gig for a uh, Atlanta Braves team who is, who is still very good. Um, so, you know, the Mets team, like I've said, is as exciting as it gets. Yeah, it's cool. Man. Um, and now, you know, it's only, you know, it's similar excitement that I have for this West Virginia game, uh, because they are as good as it gets, uh, when it comes to, um, this baseball team. And like you see, you have Brandon, you got Jacob DeGrom, you got Max Scherzer, you got so many guys on that yeah. club that you can get excited about. Uh, <laughs> you certainly, um, and he said, this is the club you want 
uh, and you want them to take down the Brox Bombers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Dodgers who have been so good for so long, you know, the Land Braves just won the world series and you're, you're looking for like that new team. And this Mets team might just be that. Oh, wow. Donovan Mitchell just got traded to the Cavaliers. That's, that's actually, that's pretty big. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty big. Something else that we should absolutely talk about on this podcast uh, is Serena Williams right now. Uh, one of the greatest tennis matches I've seen last night took down, I can't pronounce her name, took down the number two, uh, number two tennis player in the world. Serena's unranked right now. And this is thought to be her swan song, the US Open. This is it for her. At the end, when she loses or wins, uh, this, she's, she's not playing tennis again. Uh, well, so, Sean, well, before we get that, yeah. If you want to put money on Serena, which we all is brought to you by our friends over at WinBet. WinBet is bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to sports betting or Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Whether you're a recreational player or a serious handicapper, WinBet is your ticket to every exciting wager from straight bets to parlays, teasers, and any exotic proposition wager that you can dream up. Sign up today and use promo code XSWC1. After play, placing your first $100 wager, you'll receive $100 to bet with. There's also a $50 casino bonus for those in New Jersey and Michigan. And as a first time player, uh, oh, that is as a first time. Again, the promo code is XSWC1. There's no better way to enjoy sports than with some extra winnings in your pocket to use for all your favorite bets. Betting is a team sport. Join WinBet, WinBet team and bet with the best. Offer, sub offer subject to change. Terms and conditions with WinBet.com. must be 21 to participate. Only available Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Serena, what is she doing? Yeah, so Serena, she just, uh, she just, won her second match in the U.S. Open. She's played, she's played bad uh, all year. Uh, she's not been Serena. She's knocked out first round of the Cincinnati Open. I think she got knocked out in the first round. I don't even know if she played in Wimbledon, honestly, but she's just – I think she did, but she got knocked out early. Uh, she's 40. She's 40. Um, so – and this is it's, – it's pretty well documented that this is going to be it for her. Uh, in the first, first round, she beat somebody who's not ranked. Uh, then she beat uh, Anne Contevet. Contivate, uh, number two ranked tennis player in the world, which I think is very telling. I mean, now you're like, okay, she can pretty much beat anybody. And I was listening to the tennis people this morning on ESPN. They were all saying that she put that the, the number two girl, she played a great match. Serena just played better. Um, and now she's going up against another unranked. I believe she's 41 or something like that uh, in the world in the third round. Uh, was really cool was the crowd is probably as loud as I've ever heard in a tennis match and as one-sided as I've ever heard in a tennis match. I mean, to the point where like the girl, other girl would like hit the net on her serve and they start, they start cheering. It's like really, really, it's gotta be really hard to do that. You can kind of tell that it, I think it was getting to her. Uh, and apparently the girl she's playing next uh, is kind of a, you know, a little loosey goosey with in the, uh, in the mental department. So I think that they, they were kind of insinuating that that's going to be a particular challenge for her. Uh, one of the one of the wrinkles that I thought was really interesting was that she's actually at the same time in the doubles tournament with Venus, her sister. Uh, and I think that like she's playing tonight in the in the doubles. And I was like, well, that's going to suck. It's going to be hard to recover and get back and play uh, in singles the next night or the, maybe the night after. But I thought that was an interesting wrinkle as well. I mean, first of all, do you want to see Serena win? I'm not a particularly huge Serena fan, but I, this is awesome. Like I want to see her win this. Um, what do you think? You think she's got one, one last, uh, one last W in the tank. I'm sure she has one last W in the tank. Whether or not she comes through with it, who knows? 
I, it's not that I'm not a Serena fan. I, I don't follow women's tennis yeah. um, in really in any capacity. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> you barely fail, follow I'm men's with, tennis. Yeah, but I, I, I'm rooting for Serena to win this. this it would be, it would be super dope if she won. A really, a really cool moment, kind of like what's his face um, when he won the the when won Wimbledon. Um, uh, Pete Sampras. No, no, no. The English guy. Oh, Andy Murray. Andy Murray. Uh, yeah, obviously, he wasn't retiring afterwards, but it was like cool. It was home for him. It was a big moment. Everyone was rooting for him. Similar. Yeah. I, I, when I watched Wimbledon with him. It, I haven't watched Serena yet. When I watched Wimbledon, that crowd was as one size eyes ever as I ever seen. I was. So it like, was as if it was as if when Serena scored like a big point, it was as if like I was listening. I had the TV on volume like thirty, and it sounded like the volume was on volume seventy uh, when I when when they would when when the crowd would go off. I, I was particular. I was I was like, this is this is like super loud. Yeah, and you see this. You saw the what's his face? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I can picture him. But he's the Irish guy who won um, won in Ireland uh, on a PGA Tour event. Oh yeah, Patrick I, Reed. I, am I right on that? No, it's not Reed. Um, Patrick Reed is American, but there is a guy. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, about too. Shane yeah. Lowry. It may be that might be the name. That sounds right. That sounds oh, right. Gosh. He would like when he was winning. He was even talking about how cool it was for him to win at home. Mm. Uh, he, I mean, Serena is now obviously an American, so she's winning at home, but also if she were to win into the last one. So there's a whole yeah. lot of fanfare behind it. I love it. I hope she wins. I think it would be, it would be great. Yeah. Um, be sure. I would love that. Yeah. I mean, and she's in the get finals. Get me interested too. Yeah, certainly. If she's in the finals, I'm watching. Yes. No, no doubt. No doubt. So, no, that'd be uh, electric. And for all you fans at home, um, <laughs> For all you guys at home, we're 45 minutes into this podcast, and I forgot to read the ad reads because we haven't been doing our normal normal progression. So WinBet is bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Get in all your favorite teams, players, sports, people like Serena Williams. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, they have what you need to win. Sign up today. Today is in all caps, guys. Sign up today. And use promo code XSWC1. And after placing your first hundred dollar wager, you receive hundred dollars. That with there is also a fifty dollar casino bonus for those in New Jersey and Michigan, as you know. And as a first time player, and again, uh, the promo code is SSWC. One offers to change turning conditions at winbet.com. Must be twenty one or participate. Only available Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia. Um, and um, that's what I have. Let's do another segment so I can do the next ad read and be done. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Sean. We got to hit the road. It's 46 minutes, 47 minutes in. Um, Why don't we go down the line with some college football picks? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go down the line. Let's have some fun. Go down the line. College football picks. Guys, this segment is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is betting as a team sport. WinBet.com. Uh, win, bet with the best. They've got your take to every straight bet, parlay, teaser, props, wager. All right. Your fingertips with WinBet app is very easy to use. So play with the most trusted brand in the industry. Sign up today. Use promo code XSWC1 after placing your first $100 wager. You'll receive $100 bet with. You guys know all of that. I don't need to repeat what I just said four seconds ago. What I want you to do is download the damn app. Use the damn code, and I need you to put your damn money on West Virginia football. Yes. That's what I need you to do. That's better. That's a better ad. 
and what I'm about to read off this email. <laughs> Put your money on West Virginia football and bet with me and Sean because we're going to have some fun this year at West Virginia football. And as, as the year goes on, my bet goes up, baby. And if we are in the, in the college football playoff, I am putting a tremendous amount of money. And I, the reason I'm very vague without what tremendous means is because I don't want to put myself into a corner. Just <laughs> we'll see what tremendous it. means to me at that point of the year. Yes. But I am going to put a ton of money on Washington football. Sean, let's go with picks. Lock and load. Let's do how, – is, how, is eight sound reasonable? Well, I can find eight games. <laughs> how many games you got in front of you? I mean, I have all the top 25 games. There's a lot of crapola games, though. Yeah, I don't want to do crap bowling games. Do let's yeah, do we'll, five. We'll, let's do five good games. Find some good games in the top yeah, twenty-five, let's go. and we will. And the fifth game will be Western Pittsburgh. Although we both know what we're picking, so okay. give me four good games. Okay, here we go. The Oregon Ducks. I I don't know where they're going to travel to for this game because it looks like it's one of those neutral site Johnson rods. But <laughs> the Oregon Ducks are taking on the number eleven Oregon Ducks. Uh, going on the road to play the University of Georgia, the dogs, the dogs, and uh, basically top 10 matchup, our 17 point favorite. Uh, any chance the Ducks upset? No, agreed. If Georgia's anything like they were last year, they are an absolute wrecking ball. Yeah, uh, they're gonna yeah. win this game. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats travel down to the SEC country with a new quarterback, no Desmond Ritter. He got uh, they traveled down to the they traveled down to the SEC to take on number 19, 23 versus 19. Arkansas Razorbacks. The Razorbacks are a six and a half point favorite. That's that's solid, man. What do you got? Wait, what's Arkansas's rank? 19. 19 versus 23. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna they're I'm gonna give Arkansas the nod. Although I think it's gonna be a good game. I think give Arkansas the nod because they're the home team and it's gonna be exciting home opener. Uh, there's so much so much around that I think Arkansas wins this game. Yes. Uh, oof. new quarterback. I'm actually gonna take Cincinnati because I think Cincinnati is a really well coached team. I think they'll find a way. Arkansas is kind of sneaky, but uh, I'm feeling Cincinnati there. I don't know why. Just kind of off the cuff there. Uh, the Utah Utes, the number seven future Big 12 team right here. The Utah Ute. Actually, no, that's completely false. They're not. I'm thinking BYU. Uh, Utah, number seven, uh, traveling on the road to unranked Gainesville, University of Florida. Uh, number seven versus not ranked Florida. Number seven, Utah is a three-point favorite. Primetime ESPN Saturday night under the lights in the swamp. Who do you like? That's tough. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. In the swamp. And you said Florida is unranked? Florida is unranked. Jeez. I'm going to, I'm going to, I home, home field plays a considerable role in college yes. sports. Yes. And Utah is not, it doesn't usually see an atmosphere like that. No, they don't usually see an atmosphere like that, but I'm going to lean on the, the people who make these rankings yeah. because they do way more research than I do. And I say that Utah takes this game. Yeah. It's too big of a disparity for me, man. I, Florida must be down or something. So I'm going to take them out. Uh, of before it. you go to the next pick, Sean, I want you to make the pick and I want to shout out our dear friend, Brian O'Connor. Can we get a clap for him? Got a lot of traveling to do. It's going to be listening. Sorry, we're closed. <laughs> Was that uh, Brian O'Connor, 
Uh, yep, Brian O'Connor. Kevin. Oh, is Kevin Slinger? Oh, there okay. he is. Kevin Slinger. Kevin Slinger. <laughs> um, and Kevin's entering my room now. Okay. Um, but so Brian O'Connor moving back to town. It's official. Brian O'Connor coming back to town, and he is at Notre Dame, Ohio State. That's Did Kevin right. Into your room as well. Well, he's made his presence known. Okay, so Notre Dame, Ohio State. Okay. Can we pick this game, Sean? Yeah, obviously that's going to be the last game. That oh, second to last game, I guess. But yes, of course we can pick Notre Dame, Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State is a seventeen-point favorite uh, on the yeah on the road at <laughs> on the road at uh, in Columbus. Ohio State's unbelievable. Notre Dame is. Everybody's saying Notre Dame is uh, overrated uh, this year. I think Ohio really? State. Really? It doesn't sound like them. Yeah. I think Ohio State blows their doors off. Ohio State by a million. Okay. Uh, right before we go, I'm going to do one more before we get to uh, the, uh, before we get to the Mountaineer game. Uh, Utah State. 41 and a half point dogs traveling down to Saban country to take on the Crimson Tide. <laughs> Who do you like in that game, Patrick? <laughs> uh, Alabama wins and Alabama covers. <laughs> Alabama will win by more than 50. Sean, does, Nick, does, does Nick Saban, Nick Saban didn't even realize that Utah State was a real school. He thought somebody was playing a practical joke and then they win by 70. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Sal Volcano out there. <laughs> Crane just McBasketball. Uh, and then finally, tonight, 7 p.m., we picked it last week. Obviously, we know my pick has only strengthened over the last seven days. Uh, the Mountaineers travel up 75 miles north to Pitt, first backyard brawl in 11 years. Uh, Pitt's seven and a half point favorite. ESPN primetime college game day. Patrick, thoughts? Listen, I, I, I said it earlier in the show. I said it yes last week. I'm going to say it again. West Virginia is an exciting year. We got a great quarterback. We got an SEC quarterback. We got a five-star recruit quarterback. We are going to win this game, and we're going to set ourselves up for an unbelievably undefeated season going into Baylor. Wow! Uh, wow! No, 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 hold on! I'm pulling that back. <laughs> undefeated season going into Baylor. Okay, okay. Panic is ensuing. Slow your roll there. Slow your roll. I right. I just just as the win bet, um, the win bet advertisement says is offer something to change. My predictions are subject to change. <laughs> but I'm saying on this podcast right now that West Virginia will be undefeated going into Baylor. You heard it here first, folks. People are going to be listening to this tomorrow morning. They're like, they're not even undefeated now. <laughs> but that would be because you're in a fairy tale land because they will be winning today. West Virginia wins outright. I got West Virginia by 12 in this game. JT Daniels wow. throws for 360 and four touchdowns. Bryce Ford Wheaton has two. Sam James has won. Michael Laughlin has won. Uh, Tony Mathis Jr. rushes for 116 yards, no touchdowns. You know what's funny? What? Because we only have probably a few West Virginia fans listening to this. You could have just made up names. <laughs> you could have been like, hey, Joe, uh, I can't say Falula bread. That's the first thing they, they would. They would be aware of that. <laughs> Pick up on that one. <laughs> Pick up on that one. You could have just said anything. Uh, but oh, here, let's get down listen, guys, we got to hit the road. seems like Kevin might be sticking around uh, our apartment, but uh, <laughs> we got to hit the road. And uh, we're going to go see these Mountaineers. Hopefully, when you're listening to this, 
uh, as most of our listeners listen to, uh, listen, I think we listen on Friday and Saturday. Uh, when you listen to this, hopefully the West Virginians are one to know. And me and Sean, you've heard it here for us, have un- the utmost confidence. And I've even said that they're going to one, two, three, four, five and zero oh before they hit Baylor, which would be exciting times. So uh, you heard it here first, first folks, I want to take a shower and I want to go down the shore. So uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. See you later, Sean. Sorry, we're closed.